think a lot of people believe that Jesus walked around with a halo mm. and he was just a Sunday school teacher. He, he was in the marketplace. Encouraging, inspiring, and equipping leaders. This is Coach and Joe. Mike and I are about to talk on Coach and Joe. What does it look like for you to give God just a little bit in the marketplace? I mean a little bit, only to get an avalanche of return. Perhaps spiritual capital has some compound interest that doesn't just affect your relationship with God in terms of intimacy, but also your finances. So we're going to take a deep dive in what does it look like to give him a little. Welcome to Coach and Joe. I'm here with Auburn Tiger, Mike Hardigree. Mm -hmm. Speaking of football season, they just released top 10 next year. I just, I live for it. Oh, I know that's not really your hobby, but when I see no. those early polls come out, I'm so excited. Two SEC guys here in Auburn Tiger, a little bit before my time. You mm -hmm. were in the early 80s? Oh, 76. Graduated in 76. You were there right before they got really good. Yeah. So when you were a senior in college, Bo Jackson would have been in middle school. Exactly. Man, they were, yeah. Was Pat Dye there when you got there? No, he was just before me. He, what was his name? Chuck Jordan. Chuck Jordan. Chuck Jordan, yeah. How do I remember oh, that? No, I'm sorry. Yeah, Shook Jordan was just before me. Pat Dye was there when I was He there. was. Yeah, yeah. Who went to the University of Georgia, by the way. Did he? And Vince Dooley, who coached at Georgia, went to Auburn University. Oh, so here we are representing. Strange. Yeah. <laughs> strange how that happens. I am stinking excited about this episode <laughs> because we're going through what you teach here in our school and in our church, talking about the idea that Jesus Christ had a business plan. Yeah. <laughs> that. <laughs> That'll, that'll offend some religious people. It does. Mm -hmm. It makes me laugh. Yeah. I just yeah. love triggering the religious spirit more than anything <laughs> I ever do. But Jesus Christ having a business plan. Mm -hmm. He was a businessman. Yep. I was laughing in your class about a month ago now, but just thinking, Lord, you're my savior, but you were in the marketplace. Yeah. This is so weird. Yeah. But he was. That's what he was first by the folks who knew him in his hometown of Nazareth when he first started his ministry and preached in the synagogue and said the kingdom of heaven has arrived, they said, who is this guy? He's just a carpenter. All of his hometown folks who had known him all of his life, they knew him as a businessman. I'm being facetious, but I think a lot of people believe that Jesus walked around with a halo hmm. and he was just a Sunday school teacher. He, he was in the marketplace. He was. Yeah. And his first 12 followers were marketplace leaders. Let's talk about Jesus Christ's business plan. I can't say it without laughing because I just, I love it. All right. <laughs> I did some filming with Sean Bowles a couple of years ago. Enjoyed getting to know him. What's wild is watching how much God's using Sean in the marketplace mm -hmm. and all these conversations last couple of years. So you read one of his books called Wired to Hear, and Sean has this quote, and I want to hear your thoughts on it. Because boy, I'm, I'm all. I yes, I believe in what I'm about to say. I believe the next harvest field, end time move of God is the marketplace. Marketplace leaders are going to be the forerunners in the next great move of God. Sean said that in his book. Your thoughts on that? Oh wow. Well, it just uh, shows you that th that's what Jesus' business plan was. Was that marketplace is ecclesia, and uh, Jesus' business plan is that. My church, Ecclesia, is where I will build my kingdom. So th that's just a summary of Jesus' business plan. We're seeing that manifest in our college here, Garden College. Mm -hmm. So there are a lot of schools, and, and we love them. I bless them. They're, they're ministry schools. Mm -hmm. Here, it's a leadership school intended to raise up students that go into the marketplace. Mm -hmm. You see this really in the book of Daniel, which is wild. Yeah. The story of Daniel. 
of how mm -hmm. his his prophets, his students, his Garden College students went into the world system. We we really believe that we are to raise up as many students as possible over the years mm -hmm. to know God on a deep friendship level. Yes. But then go into politics, mm -hmm. go into government, go into the school systems, go yes. into the hospital systems. Yes. The, the harvest field has never been the problem. Mm -mm. It's the workers. The laborers are few. And so what if, what yeah. if the end time move of God looks like when the father son came to the earth, mm -hmm. he picked marketplace leaders, mm -hmm. not one leader in the synagogue was his disciple in the original 12. Yeah. Yep. And the only one from the most religious place is the one that gave him the most trouble. <laughs> Maybe the harvest fills yeah. the marketplace. Well, and all four gospels were written by marketplace people. All four. All four. A doctor. Yep. Tax collector. Tax collector. Yep. Mm. Uh, the others I'm not, I can't remember now, but they were all marketplace people. There's a, there's a lot in there. Yeah. This is a quote that you read that I have used, I think 15 times since then. And I just thought that has got to be so prophetic of where the church is going in terms of ecclesia. Um, uh, a lady named Jenny Ray, she's a business owner. She said that business is the primary expression of my creativity in the earth. So this is what the father told her. And I believe you, you told a story of she got a download. Why don't you tell her story? Because I remember I remember going, wow, she was going to go into a particular field and then she ended up going to the marketplace. And then the father said, Jenny, business is the primary expression of my create creativity as the father in the earth. Yes. Your thoughts on that? Yeah, well, yeah, uh, I love that. This was the Sean Bowles uh, podcast. And she was actually at that time running for a governor of the state of California mm -hmm. in the recall election last fall. And she had always had a heart since she was a young lady uh, to be a doc medical doctor. Yep. And she was, I think, you know, look, I may not have the exact facts here, but she was applying for med school. And the Lord said, what about business? <laughs> and she said, she said, Father, business people, those are the ones who just wow. come to church on Sunday for penance. Uh, of all of the sins that they committed in the week in the marketplace, I had to, I had to laugh, but, that's but that, unfortunately, that's an impression a lot of people have, and that's when God told her that um, uh, business is my the primary expression of my creativity on the earth, and I, I just really love that. You know, the word piety. Mm. If if we're not careful, we'll misunderstand humility. Mm. Do you know what speaks loudly to the world? when someone in wealth walks in humility mm -hmm. as opposed to someone who just looks religious and perhaps even chooses poverty or chooses a priestly type, uh, quiet, just minister at the altar and don't say much. I'm not saying that's bad, but a lot of times piety can even have a lot of arrogance in it. Mm -hmm. When you get someone in the marketplace who's walking in wealth, mm -hmm. who walks in a high level of humility, the world listens. Your sphere of influence listens. Yes. It's because that's a high indicator of friendship with God. Mm -hmm. When you have a lot and the a lot doesn't own you, mm -hmm. that's what that's mm -hmm. that's what's needed. Okay, this Matthew sixteen eighteen is very special to to you. I remember where mm -hmm. I was in Israel when our tour guide said, "This oh. is where the Lord Jesus says this to Simon oh, Peter." Really? Oh. Tie tie this in of what the Lord said to to what we've been talking about going into marketplace. Now I say to you, Peter, upon this rock of revelation that I'm the Christ, I will build my church and the gates of hell will not prevail against it. Your thoughts? 
Wow. Um, we could talk a lot of sessions. That's the essence of the book Ecclesia by yeah. Silvoso. Uh, yeah. But um, so the word church there is Ecclesia. Yeah. And so it was commonly known during that time that Ecclesia was not a religious institution mm-hmm. that we consider the church to be, but Ecclesia was the Roman government's uh, agency uh, for advancing the kingdom of Rome uh, across the uh, the areas of their conquest. And so the term for that at the time was, uh, let's see, if I get it right here, uh, Chad, uh, 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 civium, Covenantum Romanorum, uh, something like that. Anyway, the Latin term that, uh, get this, where two or three are gathered together. Have you ever heard that before? Where two or three, and this is a Roman term for ecclesia, for how they advanced their kingdom, their empire across the known world at that time, where two or three are gathered together in the name of Rome. Rome gave them a mandate to establish the culture and the government of Rome in that place. And so at the time that Jesus said this, on this rock I will build my church, Ecclesia, that it was a commonly understood term at that time that Ecclesia meant that was the agency the Roman government used to advance their empire across the earth, and it was done in the marketplace wherever two or three were gathered together in the name of Rome. So that's why it was so well understood, and that's why the church at that time was so effective. They went into the marketplace just two or three. You know, while you're talking, it makes me think about the previous episode talking about Warren Buffett. So what I've learned Mm. from you as I've investigated him, he's pretty boring. Mm. The boring tends to bring the breakthrough. Yes. The, what you're talking about here with Ecclesia, it seems to me that the Father and Jesus and Holy Spirit prefer the metaphor of leaven. Yeah. A, a lot of us are drawn to big gatherings, big lights. Mm-hmm. The whole idea of the Roman where two or three are gathered, it's really when Jesus said that, I don't like the word sneak in there, but it is just a, it's a non-spectacular form of church that infiltrates the marketplace system where two or three are gathered. And before you know it, within 10 years, who you've influenced, what you've influenced, it begins to grow like leaven. So whatever company you're in, whatever Mm -hmm. line of work that you're in, you don't come in strong. Like a lot of churches build these big Mm -hmm. buildings and recruit as many people as possible. The Ecclesia model is more like leaven. Yes, it is. It's Slow investing is best investing. Mm-hmm. Slow growth. Mm-hmm. And this is what Jesus did. Matter of fact, he withdrew from crowds. So much of the priestly world, the church world, is crowds, big. Drawing them. Drawing them. Yep. This is more, hey, mm-hmm. it's a, we're two or three. Mm-hmm. What if two or three of us got together and started meeting together, and all of a sudden, six, seven years later, you realize that you became leaven and infiltrated a system? In Acts chapter 2, I love those verses in uh it's late 30s, early 40s somewhere, where they gathered together. Hey, Chad, they broke bread. They they were eating together, fellowshipping over prayer and study of the Word. And that's how a few chapters later, chapter 17, it was said of them, they turned the world upside down. It was just two or three people gathering together in a home or in the marketplace. 
they turn the world upside down. And le- so what is leaven? Leaven is a, uh, a permeating influence. In the metaphor of yeast and dough, a small amount of yeast will permeate and influence a tremendous amount of dough. And that's what we're called to be. That's the leaven metaphor that you're using. We are small groups of people. Uh, two or three are gathered together in my name. And that leaven will permeate and influence a, a huge uh, lump of dough. You want to know what the devil doesn't want marketplace leaders to know who love the Lord mm-hmm. Jesus? Mm-hmm. A little bit of leaven can impact your finances and you don't even hardly know what you're doing and mm-hmm. what you are leading out. What mm-hmm. That leaven metaphor will even impact your financial capital. Mm-hmm. Here, here's what I love about the Lord. It's not fair. He doesn't ask a lot of us. The kid with the, the fish and, and bread, yeah, right? he just wants there a little. Go. Good example. I yes. mean, the, this, yeah. this, the Roman Ecclesia model, it's not where 2,500 are gathered in my name. Mm-hmm. It's two it's or two three. Two or three, yes. It's, it's a, I've told the Lord recently, I, I went to Israel a couple of years ago and I bought one of those. I hope it's real. You know what they tell you over there. It comes from a 10 million old olive tree or whatever. <laughs> I've got a little, little statue. He's holding a sheep that's been wounded mm-hmm. on his shoulder and, I don't talk to the statue. It's not that, but every once in a while I'll just look over there and it'll remind me of him. And so I just say, Lord, it's embarrassing how little you ask of me mm-hmm. and how much you give oh, me yeah. on a return. Yeah. Isn't it amazing? It's, it's grace. Mm-hmm. It is. But here's the deal. You got to give him a little. Yes. I, 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 let me share just real quickly. I don't know if I've told you this, Chad, before, but uh, probably, oh, 15, 20 years ago, I actually had a dream. I complained to you that I, don't, I, I want more dreams, but I had a, a very vivid dream about the great transfer of wealth. It was in a financial context, mm-hmm. and the Lord told me that it was would be like the loaves and the fishes, that if you will just give me a small amount of uh, what you're mm-hmm. able to give, that uh, it will bless a multitude, but there will be 12 baskets left over for you. And so that the great transfer of wealth, the, the uh, word talks about in the end times, is precipitated by us being leavened financially and just given a few fish and a few loaves with childlike faith, like that little boy did. I, I sometimes, I, I don't know if you, when you're reading the word, you ever just laugh and fly, that is just ridiculous. When Simon Peter can't catch fish. Oh, yeah. did did the Lord have to put so many mm-hmm. that the nets broke? Yeah, I mean, um, yep. the Cana, John two, mm-hmm. his coming out party. Yep, like he's just. Mm-hmm. I I think if you would just acknowledge, not you being you, but us. Yes, all of us. Lord, you're everything. Mm-hmm. He's looking for marketplace leaders to bless, but humility draws upon that. Mm-hmm. Um, Multiplication of abundance. Mm-hmm. I mean, Simon Peter got down on his knees and said, he said, get away from me. I'm a simple man. Simon was repenting there. There is a part for a marketplace leader mm-hmm. to go, Lord, I don't bring much to the table at all. Mm-hmm. It's all about you. He responds to that. And humility also is when the abundance is there. So you've the transfer of wealth and you've given a little bit away. And you still got a lot, even pointing to the a lot saying, Lord, even the a lot is yours. It's like, all yours. Yeah. Oh yeah, all of it. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to say something. <laughs> say something funny here. Um, 
Do you find it hysterical that Jesus Christ used a Roman system to flip yeah. on its head? Yeah, it, it, it is funny, but he knew that it was effective. They were one of the greatest empires of all time. And it's, it, it is funny to me that that the creator of the entire universe chose a, a worldly system like that to advance his kingdom across the face of the earth. I'm going to close this show with a quote from you. I quote you a lot. These are your slides, not mine. The marketplace is Jesus's chosen venue and marketplace people, his chosen agency to advance his kingdom. Yes. Let me say it again. The marketplace is Jesus's chosen venue and marketplace people, his chosen agency to advance his kingdom. You want to know what I think would be amazing in the garden? I'm asking the father to do. What if all first fruits, tithes and offerings, what if none of it went to provide salaries for staff of mm -hmm. this home base? Mm -hmm. What if it went out to build this, uh, what's been happening places all over America, like the Dream Center? What if we literally invested mm -hmm. all of that income to go after the marginalized and to go after planting more of these, these Antioch-type bases in the surrounding area? What if the school and media department and other streams of income starting businesses what, what if that provided salaries for people that, that ran this? What if what if the actual biblical model mm -hmm. is that marketplace leaders mm -hmm. lead the priestly? I, mean, I, I think that bridged the gap. Oh, yep. I, I'm reading Steve. I never can pronounce his last name right. Lapin. He's an oh, or, yeah. yes. Orthodox mm -hmm. Jewish rabbi. Rabbi. Do you know he's never received a salary yeah. in the synagogue? Yes. Chapter 4, I was yeah. like, I didn't catch yeah. that part. Because yep. at some point you and me are going to continue to clarify, what does it look like to bridge the gap between priestly and kingly? Mm -hmm. Well, it takes humility on both ends. It does. But what if what if the Father is targeting the financial structure mm -hmm. of the actually priestly organizations? Mm -hmm. I, I think that when you break the back of mammon, look out, heaven's coming. Absolutely. Your thoughts on that? And uh, here's the, the this, okay. This is the partnership that you and I are in. Yes, you're my pastor, mm -hmm. and you have um, you have uh, helped me to uh, to walk in deep friendship with the Lord. You have helped me to fear God. You have helped me to know Him better. You have helped me to hear His voice and to obey Him. You have helped me in those spiritual capital ways, and that's what has precipitated and uh, and in, in, in will and businessmen success and prosperity. So our partnership is you help me in the spiritual capital and I help you in the financial capital in other ways. We help each other. It's a partnership. We're working together as one. And that's what the, the priestly and the kingly, uh, that's what God has ordained for us to do is we work together as one. We're not separate. It's not separate uh, agendas. And I'm not trying to beat a dead horse, Mike, but there's never been anyone on the earth have higher spiritual capital than Jesus Christ. Yeah. Yeshua, connected to his father. But his 12 followers, they didn't pick him. He mm -hmm. picked them. Yeah. All 12 mm -hmm. were from the marketplace. Yeah. What does that tell you? Maybe we yeah. ought to just get our head out of the sand. <laughs> and I just want to help as many people as possible because a lot of these young people, they have genuine encounters with Jesus Christ and they think, the highest level of honor to serve him mm -hmm. is either leading music from a stage or preaching. It's so limited on, yeah, it compared to marketplace. Okay, the book of Acts, a great example of just what yeah. you're talking about. 
there were around about 40 miracles, signs, wonders, and miracles recorded in the book of Acts. Guess where 39 of the 40 happened? Um, in the marketplace. Because those guys were in the marketplace. They didn't do the miracles in the temple. The, even the one guy uh, uh, was outside, the lame man was outside of the temple, but nearby. But 39 out of 40 miracles happened in the marketplace. That's where ministry is supposed to be taking place. Mike, I, I just wrote a book called God is Shaking His Temple, and I put temple for a reason because the model that most people know is the exact opposite of what you just said. Oh, yeah. So itinerant ministries and then church ministries, how many people can we recruit to come into the building, to the conference, to hear the great man of God, and hopefully we get to see some great healings happen or whatever? I'm not saying that's evil. It's just not what you just described in Acts. Mm -hmm. So instead, this is becoming an apostolic outpost where we are training common Matthew Tinsley's, yes. common Gabby Howard's, mm -hmm. just common people to be trained to go into the same harvest field that the Lord sent those 12 and the 120. This is not a new wineskin. No, it's it's the original wineskin. Yes, it is. And the thing that's uncommon about uh, Matthew and Gabby and others around here is that under your leadership and anointing that God has put on your life, we have fallen in love with Jesus. Mm -hmm. And we are walking in deep friendship with him. And that's what you, that's the anointing that you're bringing to our church and to this church model. So the thing that's uncommon is that not, not that we're extraordinary people, except we love Jesus with all of our hearts. Mm -hmm. And uh, we're walking in that deep, deep intimacy. It's a profound intimacy that we're walking in with him. And that's the place that he will bring extraordinary anointing and success in our lives. My, I've never told you this before. My wife, uh, the reason I say I've never told him this before is because Mike mentors me. We're, we're together a lot. Um, my wife has been saying for 15 years, she said, why do you have so many wealthy friends? Hmm. And you know what my answer has always been? I have no idea. Oh, yeah. And he just showed me. Yeah. It's what I just said. We are attracted. A lot of wealthy people don't have the friendship with God and the intimacy. They, they know that there's something more and they want it, and that's why they're drawn to you. I was in Charleston, South Carolina about six years ago. I was at this dinner that a friend paid for. Mike, I don't know what this dinner cost. It was about six of us. <laughs> it's probably four mortgage payments. I don't know. It was something silly. <laughs> and I looked at this guy, and I didn't even know his last name. Oh, I said, uh, your son's six years old. He's highly sensitive to light and sound. He has... He has an allergic reaction to red dye number five. The father wants you to know that he sees you. This guy starts snotting, oh, oh, crying. I can imagine. Bawling. Oh. We bond. Mm -hmm. Mike, I didn't have enough money to, to buy a napkin at this dinner. <laughs> but there, there's just something that's been, I don't know why, it's just so inside of me. When my spirit leaves mm -hmm. my body, the only asset I'm taking with me is the compound interest Absolutely. off of the friendship I built with yes, God. Yes, yes, exactly. And so what we share in common is so passionate about, what's the point of prosperity? Mm -hmm. If the point of prosperity is prosperity, you're, you're going to be a hopeless soul. Yes. But if prosperity just leads you to a deeper connection with the Father and you give most of it away anyway, you got to get spiritual capital in front of financial capital. And if you do, God will explode in your business. I, I want to share a story as we close. Hmm. 
So the business that I started six months ago, we got Wendy and I have gotten into some short-term rentals. And with that, uh, my what the father told me was, I will bring you the landlords that you need. Mm. So far, do you want to know how much work I've done to go find landlords that I'm partnering with? Yes. Nothing. Yeah. It's, I, I get away from me. I'm a sinful man. If you put spiritual capital in front of everything and you put your hand to the business that's mm-hmm. ordained for you, it's his job mm-hmm. to do it. Yes. It's ridiculous. All he needs is a little bit. Yes. Anwin Stone, who leads our media department here, had a dream last night that we started a business in the media department. It's very successful, and, and the name of the business was called Easy. <laughs> I bless you that you'd be the kid with fish and bread. Just give them a little and give them all credit when the fish bust your nets. Be at peace. Thanks for joining us on the Coach and Joe Leadership Podcast. Don't miss the Coach and Joe Talk Show on YouTube and check out coachandjoe.com for more resources, blogs, and merch. We will see you next time.